Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. I am actually doing a radio show with Parkinson Spiegel. And it wasn't particularly good. I mean, not that that's a new thing. Afternoons on the score. It's not last year. It does last year in a lot of senses. Like doesn't it doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't. It's not going to necessarily help us this year. It's not going to play the games for us. If it was good or bad. So we've got to do what's in front of us and, and worry about what's in front of us. And all of our goals is to you know get into a better space and per- keep getting better and perform better. Taking steps forward. Collectively, we're gonna, you know, hopefully have a bunch of people take steps forward. There's gonna be some guys that take steps back, and at the end of the year, that adds up to an F plus. So I guess if you want to say that like that way, but it's a new group, man. That's how I see it. That's Craig Council, new Cubs manager. We're gonna have a Bears report from the combine with Mark Grody at five o'clock. But joining us now, and you can see him on our Twitch and YouTube stream, does analysis for the <laughs> Brewers. Valley Sports. What? What did I miss? No, he's just, he's got an entertaining face and he knows it. So his eyebrow control is remarkable. It's just a Dim Tillard or Tim Dillard is really skilled at the rubber. Tim Dillard. Yeah, well, either way. But uh, goodness, have you always had great eyebrow control like that, Dim? Yeah, acquired over many years. But no, I. I don't know. Uh, for whatever reason, I could always raise both eyebrows, and so they're very animated. They take on a life of their own. It's the Belushi look. That's very impressive. <laughs> very impressive. I actually, as I was like, okay, we're going to have him on. Let's, uh, let's check. I just like the, the content that you do in the school pickup line. Yeah, I, I was just there. I was just there. I, I just picked up my youngest and got back here so i could jump on the zoom so well very much appreciate that I, I don't know if it's the same at your kid's school or what age they are but like for for my my kid he's he's only four so it's like a preschool thing some of the parents line up and they like hand off their kids and some of us stay in the car and the teachers will come to the car and get the kid out of the back seat and i really judge the people that get out of the car and line up and stand there and like socialize with other people i'd much rather stay in my car in my lonesome yeah, well, we don't drop him off at school. Like, we shove him onto the bus. Perfect. You know, in, in the morning. It's only at night. There's something wrong with the bus system. So it's like we wanted to get home at 4 o'clock as opposed to like 5.30, right? <laughs> That's like already nighttime now with the time changes. So I don't know. I don't mind doing it. But if I'm going to sit in my car for an hour, I'm not going to just waste time. So I started making videos 
So it's I'm great. glad they're relatable. I'm glad they're relatable. <laughs> they, yes. They are, they are very relatable. Extremely so. Uh, Tim Dillard does pregame and postgame for Brewers Television. And we want to talk to you about Craig Council and what he might do in terms of roster building and managing and all of that. But but first, um, you got to the Independent League, I believe, in 2013 and then played seven more years of baseball after that. You're, you're a crazy person. Why do you like <laughs> baseball so much? It just kept trying and trying and trying. Yeah, I actually tried other things, right? Like I tried to find a good time to retire and everything would always fall through and and as somehow ended up getting a baseball job. And as you get older, it's actually really hard to do. I actually went to Mexico for spring training in 13, got fired, ended up in independent ball, made that team, got picked up by the Brewers. And then I was a free agent the next year. They didn't sign me back. And then I went to independent ball. Then they signed me back. And so rinse, repeat that for, you know, seven years. Uh, but yeah, played professional baseball for 18 seasons. And, uh, you know, when broadcasting came up and they're like, Hey, we need you to retire, you know, so you can do some broadcasting. And my wife was like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a hard life. It's not an easy life, but, uh, my last full season was in 2019. I'm in Nashville. I live in Nashville and I was playing for the Nashville sounds in AAA. And so my kids, I got three kids. And they all got to watch me pitch and compete. So a lot of, you know, a lot of players can't say that they've done that. So I don't know if I'm a good broadcaster, but I was a very good minor league baseball player for a long time. <laughs> so as we're talking to Tim Dillard, who does work for, for Brewers broadcast, you were also offered a job with the Brewers coaching staff. Where, what's your relationship with council and where was he at in, in, in that time period of your life? Uh, I don't, he wasn't even the, the manager at that time. Um, I was asked to retire in like 2014 uh, by upper management. And they were like, hey, your chances are you're never going to play in the big leagues again. So just start coaching. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, because I mean, it's the same exact life, uh, but you don't get the satisfaction of playing so right. much. And mm -hmm. So luckily I kept weaseling my way back into professional baseball and I ended up kind of doing both. I feel like I didn't get paid for a coach. You know, I didn't get like two salaries like player coach, but and didn't have that title. But being a player and being around as long as I was, suddenly I'm looking around and nobody knows who the San Diego chicken is. You know, like I realize I'm the oldest guy in the league and I'm the oldest guy in the bullpen. And all of a sudden the guys are like asking you questions. And I thought they were patronizing me for a long time. Uh, I was the oldest guy in double A in 2014. And um, I'm down in the bullpen. I'm like 10 years older than some of the guys or more. And they're asking me about you know, getting married. They're asking me about kids. They're talking about the big leagues and they wanted to know advice. And so luckily I got to pitch and I got to kind of, you know, spill some knowledge. Uh, but coaching, you know, I feel like I could coach, but right now I, I really enjoy the broadcast side. I mean, you guys can see this, right? You just love the entertainment uh, value of it and just getting to, to see what goes on. Absolutely. All right. So you were Crash Davis, which is another old movie that nobody knows. Um, so it's, so tell us your impressions of Craig Council, having covered the game as well as obviously played and been around him as much as much as you have. Is he one of the smartest people in the game? That's the way Jed Hoyer described him. Just what, regardless of general manager, manager, whatever, just smart baseball human. Yeah. Well, I think the best people in baseball to me are the ones that pay attention. And he just, he pays attention to everything. And it's something, I don't know if, if everybody has that skill, but if you play professional baseball long enough, you, you acquire that skill. Uh, for me, I just observe everything. I, I couldn't help it. As a pitcher sitting in the bullpen, you want to see what kind of swings the batters are getting because 
that may be the type of swing you're facing, you know, in the seventh inning. So you just notice everything. Craig Council's always been that way. Uh, we were teammates back in the day. I guess technically he was my manager for an exhibition game, like in 2016 or 17, maybe. Uh, I'm sure there's some spring games where he was my manager. And then, and then just covering him in the broadcast side. Like he just very rarely does anything slip through the cracks. Like he just, he knows what he's doing. It's baseball. He wakes up. He just kind of knows what to do because he's seen a thing or two, right? It's like that insurance commercial. <laughs> he knows a thing yeah. or two because he's seen a thing or two. And um, he was actually one of the first guys I went to in 2010 spring training. Uh, I was in big league camp and they moved me from a conventional over the top guy to sidearm. And I wanted to know how to get left-handed hitters out. Me being a sidearm righty, uh, right-handed hitters were going to be easier to get out than lefties. And so what better than a guy that's got 16 years in the show <laughs> to ask about facing a left-handed pitcher. And so he gave me some amazing advice. He had faced everyone on the planet, right? So um, he's seen so much that he just kind of categorizes. And so you apply that to a managerial job. Uh, and it's all about how can I make this guy better? How can I utilize him the most? And if you watch in any of the Cubs games, spring training games, which maybe I've caught one or two, uh, it's all about this guy can play multiple positions. You look at Cody Bellinger, they sign him back. He can play first and center field. Like Craig Council loves that because it gives him more options to put people in positions to succeed. Okay, so that's interesting when you say he categorizes things and he values versatility. So is that we're going to see – a hundred different lineup combinations is that DH is going to be floating. You know, wh where do you think practical applications of that will come for this Cubs team? Well, if you look at the Braves, the Braves is probably the easiest lineup in the world to, to ride out, right? Like that was look at last year. I mean, how, how are you going to win manager of the year by just writing down the same <laughs> names in the same spots every single day? Dave Roberts uh, but, will show you this year. <laughs> He's going to do it. Yeah. But Craig found great success and uh, with the Brewers by doing that, by, by switching it around, it's almost like you're always trying to get it right. And that's the sign of a baseball player. Like you may go out and throw, if you're a pitcher and throw the best inning ever, but maybe something didn't feel right. Maybe something didn't come out right. Maybe you weren't fully behind a pitch. There's always something to work on. There's always something to tweak and make better. I feel like that's what Craig brings. Uh, I think that's why he was so successful with the Brewers is he's willing to shuffle guys in the order, uh, willing to play guys a little out of their comfort zone, um, and not, I mean, the analytics play a, play a role, but at the same time, he's got a great gut that he relies on. And so it's no, it's no joke that, you know, Pat Murphy, uh, is going to be the manager of this Milwaukee Brewers team. And what a clash. I mean, we saw them shaking hands in the game. I believe that was yesterday. Yep. Uh, it's just going to be a big one because these are two people that pay attention to the game. They love the game. They're passionate about the game and they're willing, uh, to kind of think outside the bun when it comes to trying to put the best offense, the best defense, and the best situations out on the field. Talking to Tim Dillard, who does pre and post for Brewers games and played pro ball for 18 <laughs> years. Um, it, was he doing the eyebrows thing? I, I missed yeah, he's, yeah. he's mocking your reset. <laughs> oh, is this an eyebrow free zone? I didn't no, know. no, no, no. Didn't keep, keep, keep doing aware. you, man. We need more. We need more. The, yeah, we need yeah, more. We want to show yeah. the. We want to see the full range of your eyebrow capabilities. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So I'm thinking about the bottom of this roster. So this is tricky because, as always, like a guy like Pete Crow Armstrong is, they think maybe a future starter, a future star. So I bet he goes to AAA because they wanted to play every day, stuff like that. Like, so so I'm thinking about two players and let me give you the idea miles mastroboni who could play all over the infield and moonlight a little in a corner outfield spot if needed right lefty hitter 
very little pop, but, you know, a big league, like a classic 25th guy or 26th guy, right? Alexander Canario, right-handed power bat, can play all three outfield spots. They played him in center today, which is an indication that they want to make sure that he can play center. Like, so would he more likely keep a big-time power bat who could be a DH or play some outfield spots or a scrappy lefty, you know, overachiever type? You know in council like you do. What do you think? Well, I mean, if you look at what the Brewers last year did under council, uh, you start looking at the pitching. They were first in ERA, um, and it's about keeping runs off the board. And I, you know, you have some big bats in the in the Cubs lineup. So to me, it's almost like I, I have no idea. How would I know that? I cover the Brewers, man. Ask me about the Cubs. Um, but I would say he's going to err on the side of he wants really good defense out there. I mean, really, you want every single player in the field to be the best at offense and the best at defense, right? But there's only like a handful of guys in all of baseball that that fit that description. So there's a bunch of other guys. Like I was included in that. Like I can kind of do one thing okay. Um, but if you have a guy that can really play defense, that goes a long way with Craig. It goes a long way with pitchers. And when you start looking at this pitching staff and you got some of these lefties uh, that are going out there, Wicks looked really good. Um, of course, Steele's going to be just fine. Hendricks, uh, you, you got these guys that are uh, going to go out there and they're going to pitch really well. They want plays to be made. And so I I, I would err on the side of he's going to make sure that the best defense is out there to keep runs off the board. Mm -hmm. um, and if push comes to shove, figure out a way to scrape some runs across. I mean, that's been the track record uh, in Milwaukee for the last, you know, what, nine-ish years. So uh, I would err on the side of defense. But you know what? That's what spring training's for, to see – how the team shapes up and it's still early. I mean, barely February, right? Or I don't know what leap day means. <laughs> Nobody does. Almost March. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. Uh, will he call guys out? Jed Hoyer was quoted as saying, you know, I, I hear you can be kind of difficult to work with sometimes uh, in their, in their first meeting, but he meant it in a good way and that he will challenge him and he will challenge the status quo and all of that. What's the vibe around him in that way? I mean, he he shows great respect for everybody, and he's the man in charge. So everything's going to kind of stem from that. He wants, he knows how he wants things to run, uh, and you know, give get a little bit from what's already there, and then bring what he, you know, brings. And that there's a there's a mixture there. And if there's one question, so I te I text counsel after he uh, got the job. I was actually laughing myself. I was like, this is a this is absurd. In the most amazing way, because how how much better can baseball be than a Brewers-Cubs game going forward, right? Right, yes. Is, we uh, wish, we wish you guys hired David Ross. I'll do respect to Pat Murphy. Yeah. You guys should have yeah, hired Ross. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, but nobody, that's what was so strange, because like I did, no one thought Ross was even on the hot seat. You know, that's why it kind of came out of pun intended left field. But um, yeah, I, I think he just, he knows how he wants things to go and he knows the trickle down of information. He puts a lot of people with a lot of responsibility and, you know, everybody comes back to him. And so the communication is key. He came, I remember when he first, I think it's first spring training as manager. Um, he came over to the minor league side. That's where I was <laughs> and for the Brewers. And he just told the story of like, it's not going to be, I think at the time, the 25 man roster, it's not going to be 25 guys getting this done. It's going to be. 30 or 40 yeah. or 50 guys in the big leagues to get it done. And then he goes on to say, and coaching staff, he's like, it's going to take everybody 
to get this done. And that's what it does. He brings everybody in together and on the same page. But he is the one that writes down the page and what's on it. Yeah, you know, he and he's intimated that, that like it's about way more than just whatever roster breaks camp. Um, last thing for you, uh, Tim, what's the weirdest thing any manager of yours ever did? You probably had some crazy managers along the way uh, at, at lots of different levels. Does it have to be a manager? No, uh, no. It could well, be whatever you want. The craziest thing a teammate or a manager ever did. Well, I'm not going to dig too deep, but uh, I remember I got called up to rookie ball in 2003. And as soon as I get there, Ed Cedars, my manager, legendary Brewers uh, coach, now retired. Um, I'd known him at that time, probably like 20 something years. I'd known him since I was five years old. He was a player coach for my dad. By the way, my dad played for the Cubs. I didn't know if y'all knew that or not. I don't really say that a lot in Milwaukee, but so <laughs> I get to, I get to Helena, Montana in 2003 and I see Eddie and Eddie's like, have you met your pitching coach? And I was like, no, I haven't. He's like, let's see if we can find him. So we're walking around the double wide trailer clubhouse and we end up going out in the left field. And my pitching coach is laying face down and just sliders in left field and uh, ended up gotten to, uh, to meet him. His name is Mark Littell. He has since uh, departed this earth, but an amazing human. He actually wrote some books and invented some things, but Mark Littell is by far the craziest uh, coach that I have ever come across taught me so much amazing human, uh, but he invented a, I don't know. How, is this G rated? No, show? I don't know. No, okay, okay. you can work blue. I'm going to keep it there, but an athletic supporter, you know, <laughs> he invented a, an athletic supporter and to prove that it worked, um, he wore one and almost nothing else and took a hundred miles an hour, uh, baseball from a pitching machine of where an athletic supporter goes. Oh no. <laughs> Intentionally. Intentionally. Oh. And yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he survived. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. So anyway, and shout like, out to Steve Dillard. <laughs> shout out to Steve Dillard, Tim's dad, a Red Sox, a Tiger, and a Cub, and a White Sox. Love Play. you, Dad. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Well, Tim, this has been a lot of fun, man. Thank you. And uh, keep doing the content in the pickup line, and we'll talk again down the road. Thank you, sir. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thank Tim. Thank you. That's Tim Dillard. He does Brewers games. That's a, that's a fun it's a fun friend to make from Milwaukee baseball if we ever need it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh God, baseball Dude, just creates those types of characters. It does, man. man. I didn't realize he was Steve Dillard's son. That's awesome. Yeah, five home runs for the Cubs in the nineteen eighty season. It looks like you can add him to the list for the when when the crosstown series comes and we do the category of guys who played for the White Sox and the Cubs. <laughs> Steve Dillard. Steve Dillard. Add, add him to the list. Add him to the list. We can do that. Uh, he mentioned something that is extra weird about today before a Mark Rody Bears report. Parker, let's be on the score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.